Hi, welcome to Claybrook Chats with Barb. As we sit here in Claybrook and chat, I will introduce you to some of my creative and interesting friends who live in a small community in Northeastern Ohio. Hopefully as we chat, you'll learn something new or educational, maybe humorous, but always positive. My goal is to have you pause at the end and say, wow, I didn't know that. And just maybe you will tell some of your friends and family about it and come back and listen to my next Claybrook chat. Talk to you later. Bye. Today, I have invited my friend Liddy Jones to stop and chat for a while. Liddy is an independent benefits consultant and has worked in the health industry for over 40 years. She's one of my younger friends, uh, meaning that she's under 70 years old. This chat is for those of you who will be turning 65 this year. Happy birthday. We're going to discuss some of the things you need to be aware of when making decisions concerning your Medicare choices. I remember when I transitioned from school insurance to Medicare and tried to comprehend all those options and all those decisions that I had to make. It wasn't fun. And I actually handled a lot of insurance when I was working. So I guess whenever you do it, you're really not even sure until you start experiencing what it's like to have that insurance coverage in place. Uh, Liddy has lived her whole life here in East Palestine. She has two grown children and five grandchildren. And I remember when she was a majorette with the high school band. And now suddenly she has over 40 years experience in the insurance industry. I guess time really does fly when you're having fun. But anyway... I thought this might be a helpful topic for you or your children who might be approaching that magic age of 65. So hi, Liddy. Hey, Barb. Thank you for stopping to chat with me today about what happens when you turn 65 and you have to make some Medicare decisions. We all know that it's coming, but we really don't understand it all. And hopefully by having you here today, you can answer some of the questions that I've had and that I've had other people talk about about the, the way to do it, and we can help a few people. Okay. So do you want to start out with the history of Medicare? Tell us a little bit sure, about when sure. it started. First, I want to thank you for inviting me. So okay. I'm honored that I'm a guest. But uh, yes, it's something I, it's a passion of mine. I love it. It's a job, but it's a passion. And I'm happy to share some of the information. So to start with, the history of Medicare. It actually started in 1965. Uh, the government created this to protect uh, the aged. And they started out with two coverages. One was Part A, and that would be your hospital coverage. And then they also included the Part B, which would be the medical coverage. Later in 2006, they added Part D, which is your prescription drug coverage. So, um, What's next would be, I'm sure you've heard of Part C. So Part C is all those A's, B's, and D's, even sometimes, included into one plan. So that would be your hospital, your medical, sometimes your prescription, all included, which makes Part C. Oh, okay. So they all have different meanings. Yes. So I always got those mixed up. Mm -hmm. So Part A is for if I go to the hospital. Right. Part B is if I go to a doctor or Some outpatient test. Outpatient stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Part D 
his prescription. Yes. Which is optional. It is optional. Okay. And part C is Medicare Advantage. Correct. And that's the all-encompassing plan. And we'll talk a little bit more about that later. Yes. Yep. Okay. Good. Mm-hmm. So how do I get signed up? What do I do whenever 65 is rolling around the corner? Okay. So typically when you turn 65, if you are signing up for your Social Security or railroad retirement, you will automatically get enrolled into your Part A and your Part B. And in the mail, you'll get your red, white, and blue card with the effective dates of those coverages. Now, if you're not signing up for Social Security, which with the changes and people not getting full Social Security until a later age, a lot of people aren't picking up their Social Security at 65. So what you do need to do is you need to enroll in your Medicare Part A and Part B. And there are several ways to do that. You can go online if you're computer savvy. You can call Social Security and uh, make an appointment with them and they'll sign you up. Or you can go, if you want to sit face-to-face, you can go to a local agency. There's one in Calcutta. There's one in Youngstown. And you can actually sit in front of somebody and get this taken care of for you as well. With the phone call and the visit, those are usually appointment related. So you would want to do this a little ahead of time so that you can get in there, you know, when you're comfortable. So why am I going to the Social Security office for Medicare? They are tied together. Okay, so Social Security decides they're the ones that give you a monthly payment or, you know, income. The Medicare is the one that offers the health insurance, but Social Security determines when you get your when you get the health insurance, which is 65. And they also determine the amount of money that you get based on your work experience. Mm-hmm. So they are tied together. So that's why you would go to Social Security and have them sign you up for your Medicare. And what about the cost? Uh, Medicare Part A doesn't cost anything, right? Right. As long as you've worked 10 years or 40 hours and you've paid into Social Security, A is typically no cost. Part B, there is a premium. And for 2023, it's $164.90. So if you are not collecting Social Security, you would get a bill every month for that Part B. And uh, or if you do have your Social Security, you have you can have them deduct it so you don't see it. At that point. Okay. So it all ties in and runs through that one office, which kind of makes it a lot easier Mm -hmm. than trying to deal with two federal agencies at the same time. Um, When should I sign up? Okay. So the initial enrollment period, which is called IEP, that is a seven month window. That is three months prior to your birthday month, your actual birthday month, and then three months after. So um, if you enroll in the first three months prior to birthday, your coverage will go into effect on the first of the month that you turn 65. If you enroll after that, then it'll go into effect the following month, but you must enroll before that those uh, last three months are over or you lose your open window there. And that's, you want to get in before the end of the seven month. So it would be in your best interest to get started on it when the window opens Sure. And get everything taken care of because you may not be able to answer all the questions right away and make all the decisions that you need to make immediately. So you need to do some research. Exactly. Okay. So 
I've read and I've watched television and there's all these plants out there. So can you tell me a little bit about uh, the different kind of plans there are? Okay. So your basic plan, which is your Medicare Part A for hospitals, skilled nursing, hospice, home health, there's no premium. You have your Part B, outpatient services, doctors, you know, those type of coverages. You have that Part B premium of the 164.90. You must keep that premium. And then after that, what you want to do, because those coverages, once you meet a deductible, the care or Medicare will pick up 80%. You'll be responsible for 20%, but there is no ceiling or no maximum. So you could be paying 20% unlimited. That's a lot of money that you could go spend out of your pocket. So you want to do find a plan that supplements what Medicare isn't covering. And you can get those in multiple ways. You can get a Medicare supplement plan that truly picks up after Medicare. It's also called a Medigap plan. Or you can go with that Medicare Part C plan that we talked about, a Medicare Advantage plan. And then you would actually, you know, want to find out how you can fit in your Part D there, whether you buy it separate to go with your Medicare supplement or you include it in your Medicare Advantage plan. So to make sure that I understand that, Medigap and Medicare supplements are the same thing. Yes. Basically, they're just mm -hmm. the extra plan, extra layer of insurance that you buy that covers what Medicare Part A and Part B doesn't cover. Correct. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. I got finally understand that. Okay. Good. Okay. So what should I look for and what questions should I ask whenever I'm out looking at all this? I don't have any choice with you got to take A and you should take B. Well, there's circumstances where you don't need to pick up Part B yet. Okay. Uh, one of those would be, and the first question is, um, you know, people are working longer now. Are you going to continue to work or is your spouse continue to work? You know, one of you or both of you at that point, you might want to check with your employer to see if you're required to pick up the Part B because it depends on the size of the employer as to whether you need that or not. Another thing is, too, is do you have a family that's going to be on your coverage? Because if you do go on the 65, you know, Medicare Advantage or Medicare um, supplement plan and you go off your group health coverage, then, you know, then they're going to lose their coverage, too. So you need to worry about, you know, what's going to happen with them. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, based on my experience, whenever I did work in, in the school with that, to pick them up on your medical plan as, as extra was very expensive, yeah. usually to cover your spouse and other children if you don't have coverage. Right. Yeah. Well, some carriers don't even allow. Yeah. If you're the employee aren't on the plan, then the dependents aren't allowed to stay on the plan either. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, if you're under 65, there's options to shop for health plans, you know, like uh, Medicare.gov is not one of them. You want to go to healthcare.gov or they call it the marketplace. Or I'm sure you've heard huh. of those. Okay. So. But it's not really a market, right? There's no market. <laughs> no. Okay. no shopping there at the store. Okay. Um, that takes us up to that Famous open enrollment period. Oh, yes. That's when you get bombarded with the commercials. You got Joe Namath uh, talking to you. Jimmy Walker's out there, too. Uh, that is 
for, well, that is when you want to look at your plan every single year. And you should, you should review your plan. You know, is it still the best one for you? Maybe your prescriptions changed. Maybe your doctors changed. Maybe you want to travel more or less. That's the time when you can switch plans and you can switch every year or you can stay the same every year. It's your choice. It runs from October 15th through December 7th. And that's when you would choose a plan that would go into effect starting the first of the year coming up. Hmm. Okay. Well, if I had any doubts about my plan, mm -hmm. then I would obviously want to start looking during that period or before that period and make some decisions or see what my other choices were. Sure. So where do I go to do that? Where do I go to get help? Is that on me just to find it or to? No, no. That's we the, as insurance agents are trained and um, every year Medicare requires us to go through their training and we get licensed and we get certified and we have to pass the test. Once we pass that test, then every carrier that we work with that we can offer you or they want to offer you or have the availability of, we go through their training and then we have their tests to pass. Then that's once a lot we, of testing. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, that's a lot of studying. But anyways, and then we have meetings and the carriers come in and tell us, okay, this is what's new next year. You know, this is what's changing. Uh, we learn legislation, yeah, legislation rules and laws and changes. Uh, so everything we do is so that when we talk to you, we're knowledgeable and it's to protect you so that when you go into something, you're confident that you've asked the questions, that we've asked the questions, and then, you know, that's how that would work. So you would want to find a good agent to okay. help you with that stuff. So how do I find an agent? Well, you can find them online. They're local. You know, it's your local health insurance agent. Um, you, you know, you just want to make sure that they're sitting with you and asking you the right proper questions. You know, maybe a neighbor met with somebody or. Yeah. I think word of mouth is very important. Yes. Because if I met with someone and I didn't like, you know, the way they were handling it, I would certainly not recommend them to someone else. So right. it's kind of like find somebody that you can trust and work with. Um, do I have to pay anything? No, no. Uh, and by rights, what happens is that when you come to visit with us, there is no fee. If we get paid, it's by the carrier, and that's if we would enroll you into a type of a plan. But to sit and consult with you and just help you educate you, there's no cost to you for that. Okay, that's good to know. Um, are there any, I'm sure that every year different things come up and there's new regulations and and you don't really, you know, we, we as consumers aren't really aware of most of those things. Um, you were telling me about some of the things that restrict you a little bit more this year. Can sure. you tell us about those? Yes, yes. There are rules set in place and, you know, we must comply to them. And it's truly all for everybody's protection. One of them is now we must read uh, a disclaimer and must also go out on all of our correspondence to anybody. And um, I'll just read it to you real quick. If okay, okay, sure. All right. We do not offer every plan available in your area. Any information we provide is limited to those plans we do offer in your area. Please contact Medicare.gov or 1-800-MEDICARE to get information on all your options. 
that disclaimer is very important and we must share it with everybody. Another um, regulation is that all our phone calls with Medicare beneficiaries are recorded. Okay, so, and that's just to protect you if something down the road is different than what you thought or same thing, you know, maybe vice versa. It's like I did say that and we forgot about it. You know, so that's protecting everybody. And then you follow up then with paperwork and and verification and everything that would go along with what you talked about or what they agreed to. Correct? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yes. I know whenever um, one of my bad stories is with my mother, who was pretty old, and she changed insurance plans and didn't tell me. And it was due to someone calling. They talked to her about it, told her, oh, we'll save you all this money. She either knew she agreed or she said yes. Mm-hmm. And her plan got changed. And then several months later, she's telling me, I don't understand why I'm having to pay all this co-pays and all this. And these bills are coming. So when I dug a little deeper and got into it, I called the company I thought she was with and she wasn't with them anymore yeah. because she had changed it. They sometimes don't even know they changed it. Right. And she didn't. The conversation. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. So this is a good protection. I mean, mm-hmm. they, you know. That's so, what they're trying to do. CMS, their Medicare services, is trying to protect the members out there. Yeah. So. so if we started getting these calls, yes, and hopefully we're not going to get any more of those because maybe they're not allowed to do that anymore, but a cold call to sell you insurance. Mm-hmm. No they, knocking on the doors. Uh, they can't come up to you into the grocery store or in the parking lot. They're not allowed to put stuff on your cars in the parking lot. You know, really, really, they're they're tightened it down where, uh, you know, the seniors, you come to us and we, you know, make this, as long as we agree to have this conversation, then yes, then we can help you all day long. Well, that's good that they finally put something in to help protect some of our senior citizens sure, because that was a very bad year for my mom. Mm-hmm. She went to the doctors a lot and ended up paying a lot more money. Oh. So that didn't, didn't work out so well. Um. Do we want to, I know we were talking about some thoughts that you need to go through and questions you need to get answered whenever you're thinking about signing up for sure. Medicare. Sure. When you're sitting and you're talking to an agent, um, you want to have a correspondence, you know, they're going to ask you questions like, um, do you have health conditions that you're worried about? Do you take certain prescription drugs? Do you travel? Are you concerned about uh, your specific doctor being in network? Should you choose to go that route? Do you want to make sure that uh, you can go down to the local pharmacy if you want to? You don't have to worry about, you know, that. Um, That's the first, you know, information gathering. And then at that point, what we do is find a plan that works best for you because your plan, your spouse's plan, the neighbor's plan, everybody's different. You know, you have your health needs um, or somebody else might be perfectly healthy and don't need to go certain routes. Um, Everybody's financial situations are different. You know, Uh, the plans, obviously the Medicare supplement plan, there's a higher premium than a Medicare Advantage, but with the supplement plan, you have a predictable cost every month. And then you don't have to worry about much out of pocket after that point. With the Medicare Advantage plan, you have a low premium, sometimes zero. And I'm sure you've seen those commercials, zero premium, zero premium. Well, 
those plans, you don't have a premium, but you will take co-pays as they come, you know, specialists, um, maybe outpatient surgery, x-rays, labs, you know, depending on the plans, they're all a little bit different. They're similar, but they're different. You know, you can, you pay co-pays as they come. So it depends on, you know, what, what your personality, which way do you want to go? Or how lucky you feel that year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You want to take your checkbook with you every time you go, you know, that could be what you end up doing. Sure. Sure. Um, what about um, spouses and, and those things we're going to make sure that the spouse is covered on their own? Absolutely. Yes. So when you ready to turn 65, you know, that's that big question. Are you going to continue to work so that, that you can have a group health plan? Or are you ready to retire? And at that point, you want to make sure that your family is established with a health plan before you go off your group health plan. Yeah, because you can't put your family on Medicare plan with you. No. Correct? No. No one. It's just your insurance, only yours. Exactly. Correct. Yep. It's every, every Medicare plan out there, you're an individual. So even you, you and your wife, you will have different plans hmm. if she's 65. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think you answered a lot of my questions. Okay. Is there anything Good. you could think of that I really should be aware of or? Um, no, uh, I didn't know if we wanted to touch a little bit more on the Medicare Advantage. Um, just some things that it adds for like silver sneakers, if you've heard that, mm -hmm. um, Medicare supplements have silver sneakers too. And, you know, a lot of people like to go to the gym or like to work out. So, you know, that's mm -hmm. the thing. Uh, the Medicare Advantage plans typically now include dental vision and hearing coverage. You know, um, Medicare supplement, you would you can still get that, but you just buy it separate. That's all. Yeah, a lot of people that I know are getting money back to spend at the drugstore or for over the counter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot of carriers for the Medicare Advantage plans include the over the counter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So how tell me, how did you get started in this field? Oh geez. Okay. So um I'm gonna divulge that I graduated in 1979. <laughs> You're still a baby. <laughs> yeah. It was just a minute ago. But anyways, I worked for Blue Cross just right after graduation. I went downtown Blue Cross and worked there for over 15 years and i was doing health insurance uh i was processing claims you know i was um yeah adjudication but anyways i then had children and i decided i want to stay home a little bit more with them so i went over and worked for the agency side of the business so instead of processing the information i was actually starting to sell the plans then around 2000, I got involved with some retiree group plans and I was working with the seniors at that point. And that was game changer. I loved working with them. I mean, they have so much life history. They have so many stories. They have so much to say. And I just enjoy the conversations that I have with them. And I want to make sure that they're protected properly. So this is how I got into the Medicare side of the field. So. Oh, it's nice to have somebody like you watching out for us. Oh well, because we're we we need all the help we can get. But I enjoy it, <laughs> so it's it's a good thing. Now, are you working for an agency, or are you? I recently went out on my own. I have my own insurance agency, so all I do is just Medicare, for the most part. Um, I do write some under sixty five business and some group, you know, health insurance. Mm -hmm. But um, Medicare is 
the big portion of my business, you know, so unless policies. And how would we get in touch with you if we had some more questions? Okay, sure. I would love to meet with you and I could come to you. You know, if you're not comfortable leaving the house or you don't want to travel, I actually come to sit with you and we can sit at your kitchen table and have a discussion Mm -hmm. and go over, you know, what's the best for you, what works best for you. Now, that's a good statement to make that I will come to you. However, I don't know where all my listeners are from. So I don't think you're going to drive to Texas. This is true. (laughs) This is true. But usually I, I mean, I go to Warren, I go to, you know, East Liverpool, I've gone to Wellsville, you know, I, I try to stay, you know, obviously I have to stay local, local. I have clients down in, um, down by Dover, Ohio. Um, Are there any differences between states? Yes. Okay. So basically you need to stay in the state of Ohio. No, I'm actually licensed in Pennsylvania and West Virginia. Oh, So I can go to, I can, you know, Mm -hmm. write a plan for any of those states. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. Good. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Gee, I didn't know that. Yeah. (laughs) So your telephone number is? 330-729-5062. And you have an office in? I do have an office in Boardman. If you're up that way, if you'd like to head out that way, mm-hmm. I you can meet me at my office or we can meet anywhere. We can actually, you know, meet downtown of something. You, know. yeah. you can meet at Claybrook Chat. There we go. <laughs> okay. Well, I thank you very much for coming. Oh. Uh, it's been very informative. I hope that it answers a lot of questions or at least alleviates some of the stress that comes along with turning 65. Sure. Yeah. It's a scary thing. And if you have just some of your answers, you know, questions answered, I guess what I want to say is beforehand, at least you're going in with a little bit of knowledge, yeah. you know, which so makes you could it know easier. That you should answer, ask questions. Absolutely. And ask where questions. you should go to get the information. Ask questions. Yes. So thank you very much. Oh, yes. Well, I'm honored you asked me. In closing, I want to thank Liddy Jones for stopping today to chat about Medicare. If you want to talk to her, her number is 330-729-5062. As she stated, there's no cost in meeting with her to either sign up or to do an annual review of your benefits. I do have a favor to ask of you all. I heard on the news the phrase, if you see something, do something. I would like you to all be on the lookout for acts of kindness. Let's spread the word about how we live in one of the most caring communities in the area. If you see or hear someone doing something nice, let me know either on Facebook or tell me about it when you see me around town. It would be so much fun to share some of the nice stories of how we help each other out. No specific names are needed, just a few details. Also, please go to my Facebook page and find Claybrook Chats, that's C-H-A-T-S, and follow me. I will be posting pictures and information there. Thank you for listening, and please tell your family and friends about Claybrook Chats, and be on the lookout for those East Palestine Acts of Kindness. I hope that while you were listening today, you said, wow, I didn't know that at least once. Well, I'll talk to you later and happy trails.